training. So many times, Christians wonder why it's so important to read the Bible and pray regularly. We all know the stock answer, which is to draw closer to God and be what we're supposed to be, but there's a much more practical answer to the question that will surprise you and hopefully inspire you. The answer comes out of military readiness. Most of us have seen military training shows on TV or know someone who's in the military. In most cases, they lead a very regimented life. And there's a very good reason for that. Before a person can go onto the battlefield, they must go through basic training. According to the Army website, basic training is your introduction to Army service and where you will learn the tradition, tactics, and methods of becoming a soldier. During basic training, you'll learn how to work as a member of a team to accomplish tasks. You'll learn discipline, including proper dress, marching, and grooming standards. Most importantly, you'll be instilled with the seven core Army values and the soldier creed. Those values are loyalty, duty, respect, selfless service, honor, integrity, and personal courage. This process is put into place in hopes of guaranteeing the skill set of a soldier when they are in battle. Each person, however, is different. But it is up to the drill sergeant to make sure the soldier is ready for battle. However, it is up to the soldier to determine if they are battle ready by the amount of effort put into becoming a soldier. Some people take this responsibility more serious than others and therefore are, are, therefore are more battle ready. Which brings me to a statement I heard this weekend that caught my attention. Uh, I was taking a class, and, you know, as usual, you'd kind of sitting there, listen to the information. And then all of a sudden the instructor said something in passing that caught my spiritual ear. And here's what he said. He said, you will always default to your level of training. When I heard the statement, I immediately thought about people and their Christian journey. As a preacher, I encounter all types of people. They come in every size and shape, both physically and spiritually. Some people are large, but have small faith. And then there are those who have small bodies, but they have huge faith. But here's what I've come to notice over the years. And it's found it's and it's found in the statement made by the instructor. People will always default to their level of training. So many people, so many people take reading their Bible as an optional exercise. They see it as something they can pass on doing because it may or may not have any daily application. They, they've heard it's necessary for life, but haven't put it into practice. Part of that philosophy comes out of how we understand the lives we live. We don't process well Ephesians six twelve. It says, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Because if we did, we would take reading the word of God more seriously. Whatever we see is connected to some spiritual thing that we cannot see. If we're going to handle those things with any sense of confidence, character and courage, we must be in tune with God's purpose for the situation we are going through. Now, notice I said confidence, character and courage. As we as believers, we must understand and be confident that God is present and that his promises are true despite the chaos of the moment. 
Confidence is not something you gain in the moment. It is something you prepare for prior to it. Confidence comes when you know you are proficient in a particular skill or set of skills. They help to inform the moment so that you are confident as you stand in it. Once again, people, people will always default to their level of training. What are some of the skills of a believer? What, you know, what, what are some skills a believer should be proficient in or at? Well, Bible reading, prayer, belief, trust, and worship. You see, God ought to know your name because you talk to him regularly. Out of that prayer time, you ought to have a belief that God hears and cares for you because as you read his word, you are assured that he is real which in turn produces a trust that cannot be shaken simply because you are in a crisis. For greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. His love, God's love for us, only amplifies as we trust him. And out of this trust, we do what anyone does who finds someone to be trustworthy and faithful. We praise them. Or in the case of God, we worship him. These skill sets cannot be manufactured. They must be nurtured because in a crisis, if they're not present, you will be exposed. And whatever your go to emotion, habit or comfort, you will default to that experience. If it's drugs, you'll smoke. If it's alcohol, you will drink. If you're abusive, you will find someone to hurt. If you are subject to depression, you will find a dark place and hide. It will either help you or hurt you, bless you or curse you. Your true character will be exposed and you will either be celebrated or condemned. It is up to you and your level of training. Now, here's the thing. Only you know your level of training. Only you know. If you are trying to shortcut your way through your faith, only you know if you are battle ready. And just for the record, on the battlefield, while each soldier is important to themselves, they are equally or more important to the soldier next to them. They cover each other's back. It is each soldier's duty to see to it, if possible, that their fellow soldier makes it home. That's the objective. Accomplish the mission and get off the battlefield safe and sound. If you can make it home with no casualties, then it was a good day. But if this is going to be a reality, proper training is a must. There are too many Christian soldiers dying on the battlefield of life, discouraged, despondent and defeated. And rather than help them, we judge, criticize and even kill them with our words. We don't value our fellow comrades in arms the way we should. Too many of us are not trained properly. And while it is up to the preacher, you see, to equip and prepare people for the journey, it is up to the Christian soldier to put on the gear. Every piece is essential for the battlefield of life. Each element guards some critical portion of our spiritual anatomy. So put it all on and don't cheat your training. Wear the gear and battle well because we are all just trying to make it home safely. I'm Dr. Alvin Summers, pastor of East Campus of First Baptist Church Indian Trail, Marshville, North Carolina, and you've been listening to Soul Food. Thank you.